What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, guys? This is Ben with the Practice Perfect Journal coming at you with another episode. Hoping you have a fantastic week. I know that I had a long week. Oh, boy. Um, very tiring, very tiring week. Um, part, most of it's my fault. Um, you have those weeks where you look back and you're like, man, I didn't really accomplish anything, but boy, am I exhausted. Um, it's like, yeah, like the last two days, I was like, I'm just going to take like some time off and be e- take it easy. But it was like more along the lines of, you know, I took the time off after I had already kind of started um, letting my letting myself slack uh, during the day. So like I get home, I was like, like Wednesday, like so was, uh, today's Friday. Wednesday, I was big plans. Like, you know what? I'm like, it's like Wednesday, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do this, this, and this. I'm going to hammer it all out. It's going to be great. <laughs> For whatever reason, I was dead tired Wednesday. And I got home. It's like, you know, I started watching TV. I was like, I don't want to go to the gym. It's like, I'll just work on some stuff. It's like, all right, I'll do that and stuff. Got home, ate dinner, didn't do a thing. Started watching TV and... Yeah, that was pretty much how Wednesday went, and then I was up super late watching TV because I found a cool new series, uh, Carnival Row. It's pretty cool. I thoroughly enjoy it. Amazon Prime, if you have it. But, yeah. So, yeah, make sure if you're a youngin', if you're a youngin', you might not be allowed to watch it. So, just, just so you know. Very adult-themed TV show. So then I was like, all right, tomorrow, tomorrow will be better. Tomorrow I'll go to the gym and I'll make up for today. And so that was Thursday. So then yesterday I rolled in. I was like, it's like I don't want to, I don't want to do anything again. Like, oh my gosh. It's like fine. I'll just accept that Wednesday was a loss and I'll just do my normal Thursday uh, schedule. Proceeded to eat dinner and do exactly almost nothing. So. Got very little done yesterday as well. So that feels bad. It's a about two days behind where I want to be. But that's, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Just how it goes sometimes. But anyway. <laughs> little life update out of the way. Um, I've... I've wanted to dive more into... Uh, to, into flow, into, like, to flow triggers. And talk more about... Uh, what that is, because I know a lot of us have experienced it, and I know I've talked about it before, and I think flow is this really interesting thing. Um, it's like where we perform at our best, when we do our best, uh, and I feel like there's like a lot of mystery around it, and <clears throat> I'm still learning a lot about it, but definitely have had some more insights where it's gotten more clear and uh, kind of definitions of what it is. So, like, I know in my own life, so, um, like, whenever I would be in martial arts and I'd I'd do some crazy cool things, or I'd be uh, in a tournament playing paintball and, like, kind of my body almost goes on autopilot and just knows what to do, uh, just knows what to do, Uh, or if I'm playing a song and all of a sudden I'm just uh, able to chop out and kind of shred a little bit to a part and it flows really well. It's funny that we uh, tend to use the, we tend to use flow to describe flow. Like it just, I was just flowing, man. Like everything just kind of flowed out of me. Well, I always like, I feel like a lot of us like kind of always knew what it was, but 
again, it's like one of those things where no one ever really talked about it. It's very, it's very, almost like feels like it's like kind of woo wooey, <laughs> like new age hand wavy kind of thing. Um, almost in some respects, but everyone has, everyone in their life has experienced it. I'm convinced. Ooh, that's a red light. Semi-trucks in front of me blocking the lights. But, yeah, so, so then I started, I started learning about it, and I learned from, uh, learned more about it from this dude named Stephen Cutler, and he was talking about it, and that kind of got, piqued my interest. So, all right, so what is it? It's like, though there's eight, eight aspects of flow that really, that really matter, that like, that are the key, def- uh, definitions around it and or there's there's uh, eight main ways that we get into flow I think is a better way like um, and there are like eight uh, eight ways to get into it and kind of define it I guess is, a, is a kind of what happens so like the first couple are kind of more along the lines of how to get into it and then the last couple are are more along the lines of what it feels like what it is so there's eight. So the first one, number one, is we need to have, if we're trying to get into flow, we need to have very clear goals around what we're doing. And what I mean by that is we need to know, so there's two aspects of this. There's one where it's the the macro, or we need to have, we need to be very clear on what it is we're trying to accomplish, like over the long term. So it's like, why am I practicing this skill? Why am I practicing this four-bar phrase? Or why am I practicing, like insert thing? And it, the answer to that, to that would be, uh, because I want to master this song, or I want to become a professional musician, or I want to become a professional athlete, or I want to um, do whatever. But like that's a big macro goal. But then there's the smaller micro goal as in, okay, why, why am I like practicing this four bar phrase? And it's like, okay, so I can master the phrase again. So that way I can go and master the song or I want to learn this technique so I can play this phrase in the song kind of thing. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. So we need to know exactly what it is we're doing. The reason why that's important is because if we don't know why we're working on something, our brain's going to be trying to seek out answers as to why we're trying to do this. It's like, well, why am I doing this? I don't understand why I'm doing this. And it's going to be very hard to do a lot of the other things that are, I'm going to talk about a little bit later. So the first thing is like, we just need to know what it is that we're doing. It's very important. So that way our brain can just be like, okay, I get it. I understand why I'm working on this thing. Next piece. So once we have we know what our goals are. Like we have very clear goals around what it is we're doing. The next is we need to be very, we need to have good feedback or we need to have some sort of instant feedback. So we know how we're performing what it is we're doing because we need to, we want to make sure that whatever it is we're doing, like we're doing it well, or we're doing it poorly. Again, it goes back to kind of knowing your, your, uh, your goals. So like if we don't know the goals, then we don't know if we're doing it well, like good or bad. 
potentially, and we can't really course correct along the way. It becomes very difficult to course correct if you don't know if you're doing something right or wrong. So have some way to get yourself some sort of instant feedback. That's number two. Number three is very important, and I think that's where a lot of people kind of go awry, or it's one of the ways where people go awry. I know I've done this a lot, and it's kind of it, it, number three is when it's like you know if you you want to learn like this new song you hear like this new song on the radio you're like oh that's so awesome like I can't wait to play this song and you go and try and play it or you go and try and do this new skill that you want to learn and you just complete like it, it's just way too hard and then you freak out and you're like I don't even care anyway I don't even want to learn the song anyway and, like you give up well that's because number three wasn't in proper alignment and what that is is you need to make sure that whatever you're working on, whatever you're practicing, is is congruent with your skill set. So how difficult the thing is that you're working on needs to be at the same level or just a tiny bit harder. Like with the, in like that Goldilocks zone, like the not too hard and not too easy threshold of your current skill set. So what does that mean? And why is that important? Well, again, like, if it's too hard, you're gonna freak out and give up. Cause like I know we've all been there. Where you're trying to like you're trying to force it, and maybe you force it and you kind of squeak it out a little bit, and it's just it's just kind of bad. Like it's just it's pretty bad. But you're like, no, I totally did it. It's great. Um, well, a you're learning the part incorrectly anyway, so you probably shouldn't do that regardless. But <coughs> it's very stressful. Like you're not you're not going to learn it properly. You're going to freak out. You're going to quit. And you're not going to give yourself the time necessary to really automatize what it is that you're doing. The next part of it is if it's too easy, we've all had that thing where it's uh, whatever it is we're doing. Like if you're playing a game and it's way too easy or you're, you're trying to um, play it like a sport with your, like your little cousin who's like 10 years younger than you and you're like this is almost kind of boring because like I have to go at 10% and I'm just slaughtering this kid at whatever it is I'm doing right same thing with uh, the skill we're learning or the music that we're learning or whatever like insert thing that you're doing like the guitar the drumming uh, the singing whatever if it's too easy we're not going to be focused on it and our brain's going to wander you're not going to be able to kind of get that that deep focus that you need and like I'm sure that you've like I'm sure we've we've all experienced this like when you're practicing something that's just it's just too easy and you're just sitting there thinking oh my gosh I would really I would literally rather do anything else so you need something that's more difficult so that way it can force you to focus in on what you're doing it kind of makes you lean in a little bit and you're just like wait how did that how did that go again ah it's just that right amount of challenging All right, so that was three. Number four, guys, is it's, again, like I I touched on it uh, briefly a second ago, and it's we got to be focused on what it is, like we got to be focused on the task at hand. We got to be focused on what it is we're doing currently to really get the most out of the session. It comes down to kind of like it's not multitasking. So there's a way to be efficient and effective like by practicing multiple things 
at once. So I mean, I like I understand. Like before everyone freaks out, um, I understand that there is a difference between multitasking and finding a way to effectively practice multiple, multiple things at once. Like by utilizing one specific kind of skill or one specific type of practice that hits multiple things simultaneously. That, I feel, is different than just kind of multitasking and splitting yourself into like eight different consciousnesses. Um, when you're like, I'm going to do, I'm going to practice like these 12 things um, over the, like, the next five, ten minutes or whatever. That's probably not super great because um, you're splitting your conscious too much and your brain can't really dive deep into one specific thing, specific thing that you need to focus on. If you can't focus on it, your brain's going to kind of freak out. It's like, I I don't know what to pay attention to, so uh, we're just going to kind of freak out and hope that for the best. It doesn't help you get into flow. It doesn't help you really learn the skill set that you're trying to currently learn. So make sure that whatever you're doing, you can have total focus. It's like uh, if you're trying to learn a new skill, but you're trying to have a conversation at the same time so like if someone like if you're on a let's just say you're on a text message thread and you have like 12 people uh, in a group chat and they're just talking you're trying to text back to them you're trying to read the text at the same time you're trying to uh, practice whatever it is you're trying to practice are you going to be focused in what you're doing no of course not so you need to eliminate distractions and remain focused find a way to remain focused on what it is you're doing uh, what was that? That was uh, five, so or four, so five. Again, it's a little bit kind of um, plays off of the focus, but it's as if we need we want to be focused in the task at hand. We're not we want, we don't want to be split multiple ways uh, in the present. We need to also make sure that we are present. Number five is to basic it's to put the metaphorical blinders on and to forget about everything else except for the task at hand. It's like, how is that bad? Okay, Ben, how is that different than what you just said? Well, we don't want to think about the past. We don't want to think about the future. When you get into flow, you you tend to forget about the past. You don't think about the future. And why that's important is it's kind of similar to the whole focus thing. It's we want to be focused on what we're doing right now. And if you're thinking about the past... And it's like, oh, what that dude said to me. Or you think about the future and you're like, oh, I got all these deadlines coming up. Again, you're going to be thinking about all these different things and nothing is going to get done. You're not going to be able to drop into that flow state that you want to get into. So, again, put the metaphorical blinders on. And, again, like number four, be focused on what you're doing at the the task at hand. Uh, Number five is be focused on the present. Don't be thinking about the past. Don't be thinking about the future. Just be like, all right, this is what I'm grinding out on right now, and that's what it's going to be. The, I actually just got home, so I might wrap the speed up the next three. But number six is, dude, you got to be in control. you got to be in control of what you're doing. If, if you, like, think of it this way. Like, this, the reason why I never learned piano is because I was not in control. And I know I talked about this before on the other, uh, the last podcast, but if you're in control, it's going to be a lot more 
interesting to you. It's not going to feel like a chore. It's going to be something that you want to do, and therefore you're going to lean in and focus more in it. So if you're in control of what it is that you're practicing and what you're trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish, then all of a sudden it gets a lot more interesting and intriguing for us as opposed to being like, well, I'm just doing this because I'm supposed to be here. That's no good. Find a way to, whatever you're doing, find a way to be in control of that thing. So that's kind of like six ways to get into flow. So then how do you know if you're in flow? Number seven is, when you, when you start getting into flow, a lot of things kind of melt away. Um, your number seven is basically like yourself, your sense of self kind of starts to disappear. I don't know if you ever noticed that before, but it's like if you drop into a flow state when you're performing and like everything kind of like you don't worry about what people think. You just kind of get after it and do it. And I can hear the doors opening uh, at home, but but yeah, you just kind of get after it and you just do it and you don't worry about it and you don't think about what other people say about what it is you're doing. And yeah, you basically just kind of have this oneness with what you're doing. And I know if you haven't experienced this, that's not, again, it probably sounds kind of like woo-woo hand wavy, but it's totally true. And then the last one, number eight, is the thing that everyone has experienced. It's the thing that everybody has experienced. And it comes back to, again, how people describe flow. It's like, it's very flowy. It's like, I just, I don't know, time just kind of felt like it was flowing by and I didn't really notice it. The eighth is like when you know that you were in flow is all of a sudden time works in really weird ways. Like, it's when five minutes goes by, but it was actually five hours. So, yeah, it's like, you know, you've been practicing, you've been doing your thing, you've been playing, you've been having a lot of fun, and all of a sudden, you look at the clock, and you're like, dude, it's been like five hours? What the heck? What happened? (laughs) Um, It's the same way. Flow will morph time to whatever it is you're doing. So time will generally slow down, or time will generally speed up really fast, but sometimes it also slows down. So it's like when you, all of a sudden things kind of go in slow-mo and you could feel everything, every single thing that you're doing um, at like high resolution almost. So, yeah, so if you kind of start noticing that, um, just know that you dropped into flow state and enjoy it. So I hope that helps shed a little bit of light onto more of what flow is and kind of how to trigger yourself getting into it. So again, like how can you use this in your life right now today? Again, start setting some clear goals, like know why you're going into your practice session doing what you are doing. Um, Know how it affects your long-term goals and like more of the short-term immediate goals. Like why are you doing the thing you're doing? Find a way to get some sort of kind of instant feedback so you know if you're growing or shrinking. So whether that's setting up like a mirror so you can watch yourself um, doing your thing or record yourself. Um, well, that's not really instantaneously, but it's still good to record yourself. So um, again, like having a coach will kind of help. Uh, the next thing 
is, again, make sure you're picking something that's not too difficult. If you find yourself stressing out way too hard, you're not able to hit um, a certain threshold. Of, like if you're missing and you're failing like 50% of the time, like it's probably too difficult. You're going to take it down a little bit. So, and then again, just lean in and be focused on what you're doing. Put your phone away. Um, don't worry about the past. Don't worry about the future. And just kind of be in the present in the moment and just really get after it. So, all right, guys. i got to get to the gym since I put it off on Wednesday. And I'll catch you guys on the flip side. So I hope you enjoyed this one. And take it easy. Remember, always practice perfect, guys. Practice makes progress, and that's how we uh, become masters of our skill. So until next time, guys, take it easy.